it's not safe here. It's not safe here. It's not safe. It's not safe. The not safe for church podcast. I want to welcome you to the not safe for church podcast where we serve the saints and the ain'ts because Jesus is for everybody. I am your host, Raynaud Tiva. I'm a Wally Kent. And I want you to like, comment, and subscribe. Come on, I got a long name. I want to put my name on it. All right, but anyway, let me welcome my co-host. I got Luna Daniel in the building. Hi. I felt weird to introduce Phil after I had said that. Come on, give it up for <laughs> Phil Turner in the building. What's going on? What's going on? And I got Renee Anderson in the building. I'm so happy to be here with you. Oh, my Woo. God. It feels like family like, tonight. Oh. It feels right. It feels so good. The energy, Indeed. the vibes, Indeed. the feng shui. Well, today, <laughs> is that a word? Am I a table? Right. Ooh, girl, <laughs> come on. Decoration. Do you want to be a table? Oh. Come on. Because I like to sit on tables. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do it on the table. Do it. Do it on the table. Do it on the table. Uh. Do it on the table Lady in the morning. Turn the music up in the evening. Ooh. In the middle of the night. I'm going to do it on the table. I'm going to wait till I'm married, though. Hey. Or maybe not. Pray for me, cause it's for the saints and eights. Okay, let me quit, let me quit, let me quit, let me quit. I'm just hype. I'm just hype. I haven't even had no. Let me shut up. All right. In today's episode, we're gonna talk about the term being equally yoked. Is it important to be on the same page while looking for your person? However, before we get there, we gotta get into the generosity moment. I gotta thank Gage Lujan. He is an amazing real estate agent who specializes in construction, residential, and commercial real estate. He has done over $10 million in deals in the last 10 years. Connect with him today for all your real estate needs at 702-523-5534. Gage Lujan is your guy. He's about to have a baby. Y'all gotta get with him. He's the man. Come on. Somebody trying to move to Vegas. You need to call Gage. Somebody trying to sell their house. You need to call Gage. You need to call Gage. Okay, come on. Just how some of y'all call Jesus, call Gage. All right, I want to thank CrossFit Social City. I love CrossFit Social City. Every time I can get there, I get there. Thank you for being a partner for season two. Make sure you check them out. In the Spring Valley area, get your strength training workout in and you might just catch me there. And lastly, I cannot thank my people, Nate and Emily Johnson from For the Love downtown on Main Street. They have an amazing clothing store. Um, in, in, on Main Street. It's amazing. It's a bomb. I shop there. I'm gonna be working there soon. Like, not every day, but like, I'm gonna work there for a day because I, it don't matter. I'm gonna be there. So you need to pull up. <laughs> and oh my God, Renee, you've done some content for them. Yes, I actually girl, had so much fun. It was oh awesome. My, girl, you look good so in those pretty. clothes. Yeah. Oh my Lord. Here. So I'm telling you, y'all need to shop there. If me and Renee are shopping there, you need to shop there. It's an amazing place to be. And um, yeah, there are three ways to support this podcast. Maybe two ways. Like, comment, and subscribe. I don't have any more merch right now i'm just really busy and it's hard to send it and do corporate life so i just can't do merch right now okay and i am sold out i put i took i took it off the line so i'm sold out period (laughs) but i am sending those last two shirts out i know it was over a month but guess what i'm doing this i i'm independent i'm a you know i'm an entrepreneur independent entrepreneur it takes time and then the the website wasn't working so crazy but yeah that's why i'm i'm pausing on the on the merch right now until a new season praise the lord and lastly um you can sponsor this you can sponsor an episode or sponsor or buy an episode whatever just give some money to the dog on podcast so we can keep on going season two is fully funded i am raising money for season three but i will get to that in a few seconds all right our topic today is about being equally yoked um i've heard this term a lot in church growing up right let me rewind let me rewind let me rewind all right i'm bringing myself to the altar call this was not on my notes okay. but recently um 
I had a friend after my last podcast, the bonus episode about deconstruction, tell me that we cannot be friends anymore because he does not like the direction I'm heading in. And to me, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out. Like he was upset because the podcast, it wasn't so like, I guess it wasn't so Christian heavy. And it was more about like ideas about the Christian faith that he did not agree with. And he told me we cannot be friends because he does not like the direction I'm heading in. I respect it. You respect it? It is what it is. If that's how he feels or how they feel, I mean, all you can do is respect it. You can't change someone's mind, but you could... St- I just don't realize... I don't know. If Giving you, up a whole friendship, though? I mean, we that, were close I mean, friends. I think... Mm. Well, like, clo- like years. Like, okay. I cried in the conversation. Like, wow, like, you're really going to not be my friend. I mean, that's his decision. That's you can't hard. change his decision. I mean, if you're doing what you're doing, like, this is who you are, and this is your direction and what you've chosen to do, all you can do is respect his decision. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, if, if if they can't come to a point where we don't feel the same, we may not agree on something, but I still love you for who you are, mm-hmm. it is what it is. And, like, you wouldn't want to be close to this person knowing they feel that way. Yeah. Like, or even if you don't know, like, imagine if you didn't know and they had it in their mind the whole time and they were just keeping it from you and they just had, like, a fake-ass friendship. Ooh. <laughs> a <Ooh>. fake. <laughs> Luna Ooh, on it tonight. Spicy. <laughs> I mean, respect him for how he feels. But this is my thing. I love, okay, and I'm going to use this example because I don't want to throw him under the bus and I want to do it very honorable, like how I'm talking about it. I love a person like, uh, I always been bringing him up a lot on the episode, Jeff Kiwanuka. Jeff is very set in his ways. He believes what he believes and he lives out what he preaches. Mm -hmm. So when Jeff comes and has an opinion about something I'm doing, I may not agree with him, but I respect him because he's living what he preaches. Yeah. But for me, I think, I get more hurt when I, like when a friend is not living what they preach and you try to tell me to do something that you don't even do yourself. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's just like your words don't hold any weight or value in my life if you are not doing what you're trying to tell me to do. And that can be in any way, shape, or form. What if it's a situation where the advice is tailored to your situation? Like if you came to me for advice yeah, and you were like, oh my gosh, Luna, like, I can't get this off my head. I'm going through it. And I tell you, just go work out. And like, I don't work out that often. Like, would you be like, no, because you don't do it. Like, it could still be coming from a good place. So I feel like you have to be careful with that because somebody could give you advice from a good place and maybe they're not going through what you're going through at the moment. So that advice may not relate to them. But in your situation... It is true because yes. it's like a life thing. It's like me saying like, don't lie. Why are you lying? And then I like turn around, I lie to someone. So like that that's part. different. But I'm just saying like, be wary of that, yeah. you know? Yeah, I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm mourning a friendship. Um, how, do you, how do you feel about it? <clears throat> like, does it hurt your feelings? Obviously? I mean, it hurts my feelings because I just feel like I'm in such a season where I am trying to just like not condition myself to do life with people who believe the same, same things as me. Like, I'm trying to go above and beyond to love people different th- differently than me, mm-hmm. even if I don't understand it. Like, I'm really, really trying. Like, even this week, um, we were going to have another episode with somebody else, and, like, I don't really fully understand their whole lifestyle. But, like, I was excited to have that conversation because I want to 
I don't know. I just don't want to be that but Christian I used to be. Do you want every single episode to be about the same thing? No. No, no right. You're expanding. You, you know, it's called the Not Safe so, for Church podcast because you're going <laughs> to be talking about things that are outside your comfort zone, which you can and you're allowed to because this is your platform and you're giving other people room to speak. So. Yeah. And my thing is, I think there's many different people on here. Like, we're all totally different on here tonight. Mm -hmm. And we all have different opinions. And it's great. Yeah. Period. Period. All right, y'all. Well, guess what? Right now, um, before I get into today's topic, I am raising money for season three, my season three campaign. I need 200 people to give $10. And this will not only help me for season three, it'll help me get into season four, too. There are all the links. I have a Venmo. I have a Cash App. I have a PayPal. And this money is not going to Raynaud Kent. It's going to the Not Safe for Church podcast. So literally, help me out. I need 200 people to give $10. And I'm going to hit my goal. And we're going to be rocking for season three. And we'll be getting into season four. I really, if you're enjoying this podcast, I mean, I know you got $10. I got $10. So I'm going to be the first person to give $10. Am I? Amen. I guess I would. I probably put more money into this damn podcast than I put in my... Huh? But all right, our topic today is being equally yoked. Renault opens up the discussion. I'm reading what I'm supposed to be saying. Today, <laughs> I brought some friends on um, who are in all stages of life. Uh, some of us are single. Some of us are dating. Some of us are... Institu- I don't know. We are all just doing something right now. We all are figuring out We're all our doing re- something. Doing something. That's a good <laughs> word to say. We're all doing something. We're all doing something. I like that. <laughs> and I don't know. I just kept hearing that term equally yoked. And recently I've been like kind of getting into dating. And I just think this is a good topic to have. Like, is it important to be equally yoked? So when you hear that term equally yoked, um, like, what do you guys think about? Are you guys in alignment with one another? That's good. I like that. That's good. The foundation, nice. like our morals, our values, <laughs> yeah, things that are important to us. Hmm. I never thought of it that way. What do you Maybe think? Maybe I'm like superficial, but like I thought it was Probably. like, excuse me. <laughs> wow. No, I think that's important. But when I think of equally yokes, I always thought it was a matter of like, are you in the same, like at least in a similar place in life, like not value-based which is separate important but separate I when I think equally yoked I'm like am I with someone that's you know not interested in working and I'm like working super hard and successful am I with someone who doesn't take care of themselves and I put a lot into like how I you know present myself and all these things that's what I think of when I think of equally yoked but now that you guys mention it I'm like yeah that probably is yeah (laughs) in there as well I think when I think about equally yoked I just think about two people on the same page. Like we're Period. doing life together and we're on the same page about eight out of 10 things. That's my rule these days. What if some of those things change as time goes on? Oh, Jesus, <laughs> Phil, you are already getting into <laughs> then your it. your relationship status changes. Well, I think I heard my friend say, and I hope I'm not getting it wrong. Uh, like you should be, when you're dating or you're going to marry somebody, you should get somebody where you may not be the same forever, but the direction, the mm. goal of the direction is similar. Because yeah. if the direction is similar, even if you guys start thinking different, the direction is similar. I yeah, think, like, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I just mean, like, honestly, morally, are you aligned is most important where you start off at, right? When yeah. you start a friendship, relationship, dating anybody, like, do you guys envision the same things when yeah. it comes to those little boundaries? And are you, you know, for instance, do you like to go to yoga? Do you like to do the same things that I like to do? That can change, but your morals don't change usually. Yeah. You don't like go back on your morals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are your morals? What are some things for you? 
like obviously like are you gonna cheat on me like I, I do I trust you you know those are your morals like do you are you honest Period. are you kind yeah um just like little things that you can pick up on someone's character yeah. you'll just know if they have the same intentions as you okay yeah I think you know when I say foundational it's like uh looking at the values um for me and my wife, it was like, you know, what's the foundation? Is the foundation both in Christ for yeah, us? And good. what does that look like? Um, how do you view that? And how do I view that? Uh, because I believe, and I've seen, you know, being married for almost 11 years, it's like period. things constantly change around you. People change and people wow. constantly involve. But we've managed to be aligned in our growth no matter what spaces we take up because of our foundation. Yeah. We have those like principles and those guidelines that is who we are. That's our character uh, that we're able to build on. So it's like, we know, like even in our, in our toughest times where things weren't aligned, maybe, you know, even mentally or physically, um, I always knew our foundation was the same. Like even in the roughest of times, I always knew my wife was still being led by Christ. Mm-hmm. She yeah. always had her mind centered in that spot as she knew I was always in that same spot. So for me, my hope was like, we'll always come back to that, that foundation that we've, we've set and agreed on initially in order to get back on the same path. So. To me, I think that goes back to trust, though. For sure. Because like when things go crazy, if you trust that that person is really aligned on what you guys agree to, it'll be okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Because if you don't trust it, you're like, I don't know what the, what, what the, what, what are you on today? You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to ask a question, like what are three, what are the most what are like three important things that you feel are important to be in alignment when considering dating somebody or marrying somebody or being in relationship with somebody? Mm. Wouldn't every one of those stages have like different requirements? No. You don't think so? I, Cause I'm not dating. I'm not <laughs> dating to just play. I'm dating to be with somebody <laughs> forever. So yeah. But once you're married, you're not still going to be on. Okay. One of the things is I need to know you need to, you want to be married. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like things will, evolve over time as you cross things off the list like for example i wouldn't date somebody who doesn't want to be married right but once we're married then i have room to put in another value in that place like that's what i mean but to start yeah definitely marriage and like family can that be two separate things or is that one this could be the same we'll say one okay i want kids i want a husband and i don't want to be a girlfriend for Ten plus years. That's not my plan of life. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's fair. Period. What the heck? Yeah. Like, I'm gonna be a grown woman at thirty something talking about like, oh yeah, like my boyfriend from high school. No. Jesus is for everybody. If you are a grown woman watching this podcast <laughs> and you've been with a man for that no. long, I love that's you. That's fine. That's fine. I'm saying it's these are my requirements. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Period. You are not Luna Daniel. <laughs> yeah, I think marriage and family, whether you want it or not, yeah. should be discussed. Um, like the financial aspect of it, like. I know for a good part of my kids' childhood, I'm probably going to be at home with them. Is he cool with that? If not, this is probably not going to work. Like, I'm not going to leave my two-month-old with a nanny. Like, I'm not doing that. Again, if you do that, that's fine. I just have attachment issues with children. I love kids. Um, Yeah, and I I don't know. What would be the last one? That's a good one. Well, I mean, I think there's a lot of things. But, like, you know, for me, one thing is, like, your character, your integrity. um, Like, being who you are, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because to me, it's like... If that's who, if I understand who you are, I can learn to adjust to everything that comes with you. Yeah. 
as long as you're an open door, I'm able to walk through and be able to navigate that and see what that looks like. That was good. I feel like a lot of the things that you say are what people need to know to like help them get through the rough things. Because I feel like people will focus on those things when everything's great. Like, oh my gosh, my partner is so like kind and so generous. And like, they'll say all of these things and all of that will be thrown out the window as soon as there's a little bit of a problem. And that's why things don't last. I mean, and it's true. It's like, I have a beautiful marriage. And for a long time, my wife and I used to look at other marriages like, dang, are we weird? Because I don't, I don't have, I'm not even going to lie to you. I don't have those like constant problems. I don't have that. Like you never had a rough patch though. A rough patch. Yes. But we found joy in the rough patches as well too. Like we didn't turn our back on each other in the rough patches. Wow. Um, And when I say it was a rough patch, it was like very important for us to get back in alignment. Like we understood we were out of alignment Yeah. and we wanted to figure out how to get back to that solid ground. Um, It was rough. I mean, there was times it was like, we didn't know if we were going to make it through. But it's that foundation that we leaned on. We didn't give each other an option to have a divorce. Like yeah. never in marriage did we give each other an that's option. Good. Like, well, are we not compatible? Like we <laughs> might get a divorce. That was not. And that's a part of those conversations we had walking in the door. Yeah. Um, I think how we got there is because we had a lot of hard conversations that we didn't necessarily think were hard because yeah. that was the path we were on at the same time mm-hmm. yeah, initially. Uh, but we had those conversations of, you know, I'm I'm blunt sometimes. Yeah. Very, I mean, I'm always blunt, but sometimes like overly honest. I guess you want to say blunt mm, in my response. Men, we know. Renee, <laughs> Did you watch that <laughs> one episode? To me, I, I look at it as like you understand when it's all said and done, right? Yeah. Like you didn't walk away being like, "Well, I still don't know about Phil." Like, hey, I said what it was. You'll be able to see what I, I probably said. Did. I did walk away like that. But I, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know about that nigga. <laughs> but uh, I love him. I, just, I, I thought there was about to be a fight in the parking lot. Girl, you know who I was going to fight, Phil. That's, that's my people. Me? I, ain't, I wouldn't even Me? do that to you. I wouldn't even Fight do that to you. Feel. I just don't know. You got to pick your battles. Like, That's not a battle. Pick my battle. <laughs> that ain't the battle he won't. Uh-huh. I wouldn't. I don't fight. I don't want to fight. But I don't want to fight. But catch me. I I'll will whoop security. your motherfucker. <laughs> Don't try me. I will whoop your mother. He, he going to call me. <laughs> no, no, no. Look, I know people. I know a lot of people who. I, I would never. I feel like I Renal really would, would just never. take someone down, but oh, like yeah, wouldn't crazy. actually like hurt them. No, you I would show you. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Like I think you got it the opposite. I'm right. Like if he's fighting someone, it's going to be to hurt someone. Oh, I'm trying to kill you. Yeah. I don't have a middle. But I think for me, though, my things would be, and I just thought about this, it would be stability, faith. Ooh. And unconditional love. Stability and Wait, what? Wait, am I misunderstanding the assignment? What are three things you feel <laughs> are most important to align in? Right? When, no, I didn't. I said that. No, he changed. What are three things you feel are the most important oh, no, to align? About you changed, like, from your expectations. It's oh, all. I have changed. It's wintertime, so, you know. And I'm growing. <laughs> I'm growing. I'm growing. First of all, like, I think this is the first time in my life that I have been able to really date. And um, I have you dated a few frogs. And uh, mm-hmm. now I'm coming Looking for your prince. Yeah, and I've come into the I come into reality like, oh, I need to raise my standards. So for yeah. me, recently, I realized I want somebody who is unconditional, lo- un- loving unconditionally, yeah. faith and stability. And because I feel like when I am stable, um, mentally, physically, emotionally, physically, um, <laughs> financially, like I- I'm good. Like, if we have that, just that stability that we're always trying to make sure, if that is good, I am good for the most part. I am very consistent if yeah. all those things are good. And you'll be able to give, like, the yeah, best version of yourself. Literally. So that's what yeah. I'm looking for. I And at first I was like, I thought I could date somebody who is 
non-Christian. But I just can't. Like for me, and I'm not, and I, what I mean by that is, because y'all know I'm not your typical Christian because I will cuss you out. I'm gay. I mean, I'm just not your typical Christian. What do you mean you're not your typical Christian? That's not I'm just saying like, I'm not like the Christian that you see on Sunday morning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in front of the pulpit. But you are. I uh, Not no more. You are. Yeah, I mean, but you know what I'm saying. I get what you're saying, but Christianity looks different on everybody, yes, right? Yes, my Christianity is very, some people will call me a loose Christian, how some of y'all is down there. But <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Whoa, I didn't get that. It's tight, but it's right. What's wrong with him? I'm just saying, I am. <laughs> I'm a Christian, but I'm very cool, and I'm and I want to find somebody who you know. Because yeah. at first I was like, I could date somebody who's non-Christian, but I'm so crazy that I know somebody date me. They gonna need a Jesus. They gonna need to be like, this mother is crazy as hell. Lord, touch him. Lord, yeah. get in his mind. Why is he thinking that I'm doing something I'm not supposed to be doing? You know, I I know. So for me, I just am, I'm very content in that, and I kind of want somebody who's fit. <laughs> not like too fit because I'm not like too fit you but just like, mean like healthy lifestyle yes I love yeah because lately I've been realizing my Instagram crush, crush and I'm gonna talk about him all the time um, he works out every day I think and he is just a very beautiful man and he goes to church every Sunday and it just does something to me when I see him posting <laughs> his pastor's sermon notes I know I should not rise, but baby, I rise. Ew. I'm like Maya Angelou. Stop. Still I rise. Cut it out. <laughs> okay. right, I have, no, hold on. I want to correct my answer because I misunderstood. I thought it was like, what would you need to like be interested in someone initially kind of thing? Like what would be enough to like, oh, push no, no, you no, into no, a relationship? No, no, no. So let me readjust. Oh, readjust. <laughs> oh, not the finger. I like let me a pivot. point at me. Ooh, okay, number one. <laughs> I think that um, trust is huge, yes. like across the board. And I feel like that's going to be important when you're first dating, when you're married, like it will never go away. Trust is number one. Number two, I still stand by the goals that I said initially, like life goals, future goals, like that needs to be aligned for me forever. Yeah. Like I, I can't have somebody that's trying to fight. Like I'm not going to beg a man for a ring. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Bye. Three, resilience. I think that, like you said, Phil, I feel <laughs> <laughs> Why am I smiling so hard? I don't know. Am I you making you nervous? I don't know. I'm just, I don't want, I'm shutting up. No, but like you said, I feel like you have to have a strong enough foundation to where you know that even like in your rough moments, you're going to get through it kind of thing. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like it, it shouldn't be a discussion of like, oh my God, is this it for us? Like, is this? No, like it shouldn't, it shouldn't be like that. I feel like you have to like be solid enough in your relationship to where like you're willing to fix things. And I guess, you know, people find that. You know, after sometimes people find that after they mess up, right? <laughs> should, I, should I just call it out at this point? All right, uh, <laughs> Renee, what are yours? I just can't um, deal with Sister think, Luna tonight. <laughs> I think relationships in general, like if you know you want to be with someone, it doesn't matter where you're going or what you want to do in life as long as that person's with you. So it's about having that stable foundation okay. and security, trust, um, honesty, just like I'm very forthcoming. Okay. With information. So I feel like just being honest and having mm -hmm. a floor to like just have any discussion. I want someone who's open minded, who's willing to, even if we maybe don't believe a lot of the same things, we can come to like a compromise and understanding of one another. I'm very needy emotionally. You are? I'm not going to lie. Like I need to yeah. be reassured yeah. a lot. Okay. Mm -hmm. I need a <laughs> lot of reassurance. I need a lot of physical touch and love. And that way, I need to just know that like, you care for me. And those are like my ways, you know, so 
I guess I just want someone who can give me all of their attention <laughs> all the time. Not no, all the time, I feel but like, like the women or the people in general that are like that, that need reassurance and like that constant thing from their partners are typically the ones that don't want that anywhere else in life. Like you're so sure of yourself everywhere yeah. else. Yeah. And then that's like the one place. That I is feel true. Like but I've also, been I think that, that comes from previous relationships where I guess I've always had to guess. Like, if you like me, I like, hate, why should I ever so have to guess if you like me? And or, then when I'm done, you want to be I like. I need someone to, I'm not even going to lie. I need someone to kind <laughs> of be obsessed with me in a way, in a healthy way. Like in a, I don't want to be with anybody else, but they let me no, know that. And saying. just by their yeah. actions, like I can tell, like if you give me that. Wait, See, you want to be with a fan? No, 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 no. No. Let me, yes, let he me should be my biggest fan. I don't fan. like, no, one thing no. I don't, I cannot well, stand somebody who. I want someone who's like over the top about it. I just want to know that that person has my mm -hmm. back. Like they love me. They're obsessed with me. They're like, oh my God, I couldn't imagine my life without you. Like the, yeah. another party isn't an option in this I'm obsessed with my wife like, like yeah. that. Right. I tell her that too. It's like- Like you, I see girls come home all the time. They're like, their husbands are like, oh, I've been waiting for you. Like I want that excitement. I yeah, want to just, always right feel that. I have felt like that, that's but I want to feel like think that obsessed. in my relationship. Like we're not saying stalker. Like we're not saying yeah. like pull up when I'm out with my friends. Right. But like to the point that I mean, that, I like, have had that too. You're so showered with love. You never have to question it. Like even when- you like let's say you're on vacation or you're on a work trip. Okay, yes. And okay, you I do can't want that. Talk for like three, four days. I do you don't want question that. is he like doing something? Yeah. Like I think I just want to be able to feel like, secure in that yes. sense. Like, like I just want to know that if I'm gone, I'm not gonna have to worry. Oh, my wife is always the center of my attention. Oh. So like when she's gone. <laughs> oh girl, did you have when, an orgasm on this podcast? When, when, when she's when she's not around. I have her in my thoughts. When she's around, I have her in my thoughts. Like, honestly, me and my wife's biggest disagreements oh, is trying to spend time with each other yeah. in the midst of what's going on in the world. But I think it was what's been so important is like learning each other freely. And what I mean by that is like you learn so much about your spouse as you build life and yeah. join life together. Um, and a lot of it comes, I mean, majority of it will come out the blue, like things you just didn't know because you're in that process of getting to know each other. Yeah. Like my wife and I met and got married within 10 months of knowing each other. So uh, a lot wild. of what we knew about each other came after the fact. But I was like, I need like five years. Yeah. It's looking, I mean, I knew, when I knew, I knew. But it's Aww, like. See, that's beautiful. When that time comes, it's like I look at situations now in hindsight where like my wife's family is totally different than mine. Mm -hmm. Now. Well, black and white. That's true, but culture plays a lot. There's that a lot is. that my wife's family does that we do that blew my mind. Like, dang, but it's a culture thing yeah. because they're more country. Mm -hmm. So they do oh, a lot wow, of things okay. that country black folks do. But what I've understood is like some things that I watch a lot of people look at and say like, you know, your dad should have done this, your mom should have done this, or you're, you didn't have this relationship with your family. What I've learned to look at in that sense is like, Whatever you didn't get from them, it's not about understanding why you didn't get that from them because I don't know what they were going through in that time and why they provided for you Feel? what they did. But the goal is that you should find peace, growth, and let me be your safe haven mm -hmm. in where we're going together. So maybe you won't look the same when you're dealing with your children or maybe you won't look the same when... You're dealing with your siblings now. You and your, your back tonight. And your so you and your like, back tonight. I mean, and, and it's true. It's like we just found that niche. And it's the same thing for me. I'm not perfect. My family has their own thing going on as well, too, that have made me who I am. And my wife can look at it and go, you know, y'all just do this. Y'all do that. Or, hey, together, 
foundationally, we see this together as a couple. Wow. And we're not going to look at it as, hey, our family's perfect. Don't say a word. Yeah. We all have imperfections, but what do we do with imperfections when we receive them? So we receive them together and we figure out what that looks like. If you're missing something from your dad, you'll learn to get it from your husband. And if you're missing, if your childhood was missing something from mom or your sibling relationship, we'll build that together. Yes. So we understand what that looks like so we can heal, we can grow, we can understand the process to move forward. But and some we'll people, be able to feed that onto our children. But some people feel like they have to heal themselves first before they're able to find that in a partner. Because if you are expecting, like I was smothered in love growing up. Like yeah. I know love to be affection, yeah. reassurance, yeah. all of that. So if you're not giving me that in my core, I'm, there's not necessarily anything wrong with me, but then I have to understand that I have had to love myself fully and accept myself and reassure myself before getting it, you know, from any other partner. However, you should get that mutual yeah. You know, like you said, filling in the spots, like your partner should be your best friend. You should be able to go with them to them with any secrets or worries and then be able to just be there and give you advice and love and reassurance for you. And I, I always feel tell like, people like, it's not about you. And yeah. like, people don't understand that. Like people feel entitled and it's always like, well, I have my needs and this is what I need. But to me and my wife, I'm always focused on what you need. I think if I give you what you need, you'll naturally give me what I need. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like yeah. I learned so much after being married. I thought I was healed from but the that's stuff a I mutual, was going to. That's a mutual um, obsession or a mutual love yeah, think, that you have yeah. with each other I always that's necessary. Hear, yeah, it's an understanding yeah. of, you know, how you process and move. I always hear Nate and Emily say that, you, like, you're outdoing each other with love. Absolutely. Like, yeah. that should be the goal of the relationship. Like, how can I outserve you today? Like, how can I... But yeah, I don't see that every day. I mean, I definitely have picked relationships where I've the over lover, the overgiver, the over, because that's how I've always loved. Yeah. And now I'm realizing that you have to kind of accept people for who they are and just place them where they yeah. belong. If they're not willing to give you that love, yeah. you know? And I think being single, a lot of people are not willing to wait. Yeah, they're oh, like, they sure. just, they and feel you, like being you, in a relationship is like so necessary when it's not yeah. about relationships it's about like yourself yeah. first and, and insecurities and insecurities when you're insecure and you're not really dealing with your stuff you will accept whatever is given to you but that's I, why people get into situations where they're with people who cheat on their partners because they're insecure and willing to accept that type of behavior from someone that a type of love well it's not full but you're giving me some so, sort of attention right? and i remember when i was like in my own thing when i wasn't like really like out there and I remember I would date unavailable men because I knew that I didn't really want somebody available because I wasn't trying to let everybody know that I was doing what I was doing. Right. So I only chose people who were unavailable. So I found myself in many situations that I am not proud of. And that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. That I'm not proud of because I was dealing with unavailable men. And that's, mm -hmm. I felt like that's what I deserved because I wasn't willing to. I don't know. Some, I think love is really letting your guard down. Like. Yeah. Coming True like vulnerability. It's, ooh, it's a whole nother. You have to be willing to like receive the love. Yep. And that's what I'm realizing too, is that you, if you're not willing to look at those empty parts of yourself and your heart's guarded, you're not going to get that. Yeah. I mean, a lot of things shift too. It's like going into marriage. I'm like, I'm the hustler. I'm the go getter. Like I'm about my business at all times. So I want someone independent who is about their business at all times. <laughs> 
then you get married. I'm like, hey, that independence got to come down. We can't both be independent like that. <laughs> One of us got to come down. <laughs> but you're a provider <laughs> by nature. Right. So, right. and your wife is too, like she's a hard worker. So you guys have to find balance, especially when you have kids and she has to stay home and try to take care of them while she's also trying to work, you know, like. You are a team. You work yeah. together in that. Yeah. Like you said, it can't be hyper independent. We can't have two bosses. Yeah, it's just and not. It's like, you can't. But she was willing to submit no. to you. Let me, yes. Let me explain. Let me explain why. Okay. The reason why you can't have two bosses is by nature, like you said, I'm a man. Naturally, I'm going to be the leader. It's in me to have respect in my home. It's in my wife to have love in her home. Yeah. But I, we can't both run and, and try and lead each other. Who, Let's well, do what's going to I believe in mutual submission. Yeah. Well, Agreed. But mutual submission is still different from both of us wanting to be the boss mm -hmm. because the season of being the boss may change. There's been seasons where my wife, I've given everything and she had a work situation going on. Yeah. So she didn't have work. There's been seasons where I'm like, hey, be a stay at home mom. Mm -hmm. There's also been seasons where I'm in entrepreneurship doing stuff, not bringing a dollar in. And she's been my foundation without looking at me going, oh, well, you're not providing, you're not doing that. I'm the boss. I'm this. But the way we switch roles is crazy. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, I am the entrepreneur. I'm building this. We have our alignment. You do your thing, but I'm going to make sure I'm taking care of everything else that you lack. And when seasons change, it's like, like uh -oh, the opportunity may change. She may She's do different things and then <laughs> oh, I handle different things. So it's just, it's a balance. But you did say that you want someone who you could say like, okay, when I have kids, I'm going to, you yeah. know, stay home and I want to have that time. But that is you. You are a bad bitch. You oh, are that someone who has, yeah, that'll never change. <laughs> you <laughs> having change. your shit together, Period. that's not going to change. But you kind of taking the step back is you allowing your partner to take over those roles. But you would yeah. have to feel secure and safe in order to do that. But you yeah, could yeah. do it. Like, I see you wanting to. You well, know? here's the thing. I see you, Luna having her own thing going on and still, no, I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Well, like, but it just about, might look a little different. Think yeah, about the all. things you ask for that you want. Yeah. How can a man do that if you've got it all done on your own? I don't think that you willing to be submissive takes away your independence. Absolutely not. Like, it, if no. anything requires that strength and, like, confidence in yourself to be like, okay, I'm going to let him lead right now because I know he got it. And I know when I bounce back, he'll sit down. For sure. Like, you have, to, you have to be confident in yourself to, like, know that taking some time back is not going to, like, dwindle yourself. Well, people look it. at submission to me as, like, slavery. Like, it's not, <laughs> nah. you're not locked to the That's, like, the ultimate the chest. But that's, but it's, like, I submit to my wife. Yeah, Sometimes I just sit back Ooh. and let her do down. what she's going to do sometimes. Oh, you sit <laughs> back and let her do what she's going to do? What? It's got to be balanced. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. got to be balanced. So, for me, it's, yeah. like, yes, I'm your leader. I'm always going to be your leader. But every great leader is not walking into rooms saying, I know everything. A lot of times in management and leadership, I tell my employees that, Somebody hey, you might know pastor. something better or something that I don't know that I need help in. So you're going to have to lead that charge yeah. and help me do it. I'm not just because I'm leading you doesn't mean I have all the answers. Yeah. And I married my wife because I have that confidant that's able to help and lead me in directions I lack. So I can't come in and tell her, I got this. So you always sit down. Now, there are times when I may know best in something and I'm like, you just gonna have to ride with it. Yeah. But we understand that and we come to that agreement and we trust each other that, hey, if you're taking the lead on this, you take the lead on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we know, I mean, we've become the closest in, in our darkest times. Like at the weakest moments, we've, we've bonded together. And yeah. it's because we understand like we, that's all we have. We have each other. We have to be the foundation. And God opens doors when we're aligned. When we're not aligned, the doors, I literally have been like the Holy Spirit has let me know at one point, like if you don't get back aligned, 
with what you and your wife got going on, ain't none of these doors open. Mm -hmm. And kid you not, when that alignment came, I like, I like I that you mentioned that. the Holy Spirit because I think this brings up a good topic. I was kind of hinting to it earlier. Do you believe that it is important to be on the same uh, wavelength when it comes to religion? I know we're all very different in this room. Do you think it is key to a relationship? Do you guys both have to both believe the same thing? I've seen relationships where two people have not. One was a Christian, one was a Buddhist, one was a, you know, humanist. And I mean, so do you guys think that having a foundation on the same religion is important. I think for, for me personally, yes, but I think people create that. Like you have some people, like you said, who come from two totally different backgrounds, mm -hmm. but they have created that as their foundation. So mm -hmm. they know how to intertwine that and what that looks like. They know when to stand down and when to stand up and doing so on and so forth. Yeah, I agree. It's important to me. Like yeah. I know that I, I personally wouldn't be able to, make certain sacrifices when it comes to my faith like there's certain things I, I just I'm like imagining my future like with children like trying to figure out what to do with them like wh whose side are they gonna I just don't even want to deal with that yeah. so personally for me I think it's important but I've seen so many people that make it work that either blend it or they choose a side to go toward yeah. it's just not for me so make a choice I would love it. Renee I really I <laughs> and this is why I have Renee on this podcast because she brings so much balance um I don't believe you have to believe in the same God, but I do think that you should have faith. I think you should have some sort of, um, okay, if you're, like you said, into Buddhism, but yeah. I'm not, but I'm willing to learn about what you are, you know, your religion is, and you're willing to see my viewpoints and accept me, then I feel like it's just like duality and you're able to have the light and the dark with them. You know, you can understand where they're coming from. Yeah. I'm open to all religion. Yeah. So for me, I think because they all morally align with one another, right? They all speak the same thing. Mm -hmm. So for me, if you don't believe in God, that's a problem. If you don't believe in some sort of higher religion power, or higher yeah. power or faith, yeah, that, that's not going to work for me. Yeah. If you're an atheist, it's, I'm sorry, it's just not happening, <laughs> you know, because like, we just then you just don't believe in anything yeah. where I believe in so many things. I believe so many infinite possibilities and I'm open to expanding on all parts, you know? Yeah. So for me, like if you were to invite me to church, I'd be like, yeah, I'll go. But doesn't mean I'm going to go every Sunday. It doesn't mean I'm going to preach and understand the same things you <laughs> yes. are, but I can relate because they're, the sermon's going to talk about whatever is yeah. going on. You know, like everything is relatable. Yes. So as long as you, you and your- Have you had those situations before, like in your dating? Actually, I dated someone who was super into religion. And at that time in my life, I was not. Mm -hmm. I was even really open to it. I was mm -hmm. still kind of closed-minded. But then when I moved out here and was able to understand my own faith and- believe in whatever I believe in, I started seeing kind of how I could have been closed-minded and I wasn't really open to that. And now because of my spirituality and just the growth I've had as a person, and I've had to have some sort of faith coming here, being by myself, growing as a person, I don't think I could be with someone who didn't believe in something that's higher or bigger than them. And I don't know if that's contributing to the mushrooms that I've done or just the, How do you align the ayahuasca or all of those <laughs> things. But Ayahuasca. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay. We need a whole podcast on that. Yeah. 
So plant medicine has really what? helped I didn't me even know he had ex- <laughs> expand. What are you talking about? Some marijuana? You talking oh, about to smoke some weed no. up in here? But truly, I think what <laughs> opened it up for me was the loss I experienced. Yeah. Um, grieving people, having to know that there is something so much bigger than myself. You mm-hmm. know, that really made me not want to be so alone. In yeah. How do you, how do you align your morals or your moral compass together? like your values, uh, believing two separate things. I, I don't think they're separate though. That's, I feel like it's all connected. I, I mean, feel like, like if you, so have, you may have, I don't know, I could be totally off on this, but like, say you have like, a um, Catholics do certain things mm-hmm. and then you have, uh, you know, in Buddhism, they do certain things. Um, sometimes those things don't align, mm-hmm. but like morally, even though the founded, like they believe in the God or so on and so forth. How do you align the value in that? If, the belief is different. You get what I mean? Like, okay, like so like Mormon, I was baptized. I guess, I guess Mormons believe in God, but that's not like the center of their yeah. their religion. So like I, mean? I was baptized Catholic, but my dad's not Catholic. He just did it because my mom wanted it. And so that was his compromise. Like, I understand that this is important to you. Yeah. And I understand that this is what you want for your children. And even though like, I don't believe in this, like your family does, and I'm willing to compromise on that. And so I think it's like that's finding the compromise. Exactly. And, and, I think and that's important. Between. You have and because to. you saw that you're probably willing to do that. Yeah. Like my it, dad it was more science based, super, um, like we watched sci-fi things yeah. and interested in all of that where my mom's side of the family was very Catholic. Yeah. And if you didn't believe in exactly what they thought, you're wrong. Yeah. So I dealt with a lot of the back and forth growing up. So coming out here, living in where I live, there's people who are more open-minded. It let me kind of think for myself and be a free thinker in that way. But overall, you should want to be on the same page morally. Yeah. As long as you have some sort of faith or something to base that off of, I think it's doable. I think you're yeah. able to find a person, you know, because I want them to still be themselves yep. and practice whatever they want to practice in. You know, yeah. if that's praying seven times a day, then you know what? Maybe I'll pray seven times a day with you because <laughs> there's something to that. But <laughs> I pray all day without yeah. ceasing. All right. So <laughs> even in a relationship, you guys could be aligned on most things. But there will still be conflict. And I wanted to know, do you guys believe in the statement, what happens in this house stays in this house when there is conflict? Yeah. I I think it depends. I think it depends. Obviously, I don't think you should go like put it on social media. Like I'm not going to vent on my Instagram story and be like, this man Subtweeting. Yeah. No. But I think you should seek outside counsel sometimes. Like- I think it's important to have people you trust, yep. like to have people there so that it's not just you two all the time. Like, I think it's important for me to vent sometimes. I vent yeah. to you all the time. I think that's- You do? Um, <laughs> I thought you were talking about like posting on social media. I was like, yeah, no, we're not. Like, you no, like, I mean, don't know like, we're sharing that. I right? mean, like, I, I know there has, there are some people I, <sighs> Jesus. Uh, I feel like, Oh, I don't want to get in trouble. No. I, like, I grew up in right. a house where, like, it was like, we didn't, it was like, nobody said anything, but I grew up in a house where, like, what stays in this house stays in, like, what happens in this house stays in this house. And nothing crazy happened. My mom and my dad no, didn't beat my culture. mom. Like, no, it was nothing <laughs> like that. But when we that's were at, culture. people were shocked when my parents got divorced. Mm-hmm. Because when we were out in public, we, we don't, no, we don't talk about what's going on at 406 Bayless. We, mm-hmm. we don't. 
what happens there is what happens there. It don't matter. They could have argued all night, but my mom's going to sing and my dad's going to support her. Mm -hmm. If my dad is doing something, my mom's going to support him. Like, we did not talk about it. So for me, and I'm pretty sure they probably talked about it to their friends. Yeah, yeah. that's different for sure. Do you guys believe, like, I guess do you guys believe in, like, fronting for the people? But I guess we all do. <laughs> I, I think you have to, to a certain extent. Yeah. Like, it's not everybody's business. It's like, not. Especially, if, like, in Phil's situation where you have kids and stuff involved. Yeah. Like, you don't want to be at, like, pick, the kids, church. like, the pickup at the school <laughs> line and you're, like, beefing with your wife in the car. Like, yeah. no. Like, that's not a good look. So I think, to a certain extent, everybody should keep things on the DL. But, but how like, do you show people the real relationship? Because I think today we live in a world where everything on social media is like, oh, this is my boo. I'm happy. or And all this. But, like, I don't feel like. You don't owe them that. Yeah. But how do people learn? Like, how do people see that, like, everything not is not teacher. always perfect? I think the goal is not to show people. I mean, people are going to see what your marriage is for exactly what it is without you speaking on it. Like, they'll just know in the actions and how you vibe, what they see, what they don't. I don't but there's agree with always, that all time, Well, though. there's always a side to people you just not going to know. You're not, you don't live in these people's homes. Yeah. But, like, for us, it's like I encourage my wife to have outside confidence. Um, my wife is my mom, like them two. My yeah. mom be on me. I'm like, all right, okay, so daughter Wait, first. you said your wife is your mom? No, my mom and my wife relationship is like uh, this. Okay, I was kind of yeah. lost for a second. But, <laughs> I was like, like, mommy. I encourage her to have friends, <laughs> um, but we've discussed what that looks like um, in sharing. The goal yeah. we're trying to get in telling somebody, you know, how we present that. Because even if I lean on my best friends or whatever have you, I always pay attention to how my wife is presented. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm not, I don't want to disrespect important. her. And you got to watch how that's after really how nice. they act after you told them something. Because yeah. there are some people you can trust. Like, I might be able to come to you and when I'm like, hey, Phil, dude was acting stupid last night. He was da 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 And then when you see him, you, you act normal. So to me, in that moment, I'm like, Phil, I can trust Phil. He is a reliable source. When I'm going through, I can come to him because he's not going to act different towards that person never yeah. bring it up. But everybody's not like that. Well, you like, my wife should always be the closest thing to me, right? Yeah. Like, yes. to me... Whether I'm discussing something, for instance, with y'all about my marriage, she shouldn't be, to me, she shouldn't be blind to that. Uh, yeah. She'll still understand that. Or I'll sound still like an share enemy, that. right? Yeah. Like, like I important. never make my wife sound like the enemy. Yeah. Like, so I can come mad and upset. Yeah. I try my best to present her in a light because yeah. I don't want it to blow over, everything smooth again. And now y'all, like, mm. like <laughs> yeah, yeah, they pretend and so on and so forth. But, like, Ooh. for me, it's like <laughs> people know who deal with me. Like, like they know oh my God. wife is my queen regardless. Like, yeah. they know Respect. what that is when it comes to me. Yeah. And people know how to respond to me because they know I'm only yeah. going to let them say so much before I'm like, all right, slow down. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hi, if, you, if you keep that, like, down. at the forefront, you can vent to your friends and stuff. Yeah. And they know yeah. that you respect her enough to, like, it's not beef. Like, they're just going through it. And they'll just take it for what it is in that moment. But if you're constantly degrading your partner, mm -hmm. I feel like nobody will take you serious at that point. It's like, okay, yeah. so do I mess with him or do I not? Like, should I be, you like, be supporting you? And <laughs> typically when people are venting to you, they're being emotional. Like, I encourage yeah, my friends and yeah. family. It's like in the middle of venting, it's like, hey, pause and think about, you know, the outcome of this or what you what yeah. you want to get out of this and how you feel right now. Yeah. Now, did you just call because you want to vent? That's fine. Right. But, yeah. like, be careful because you're going to call today and say you don't like this, this, and this, she ain't this, she ain't that. But then tomorrow... I might be like, well, she doesn't do this. And you'd be like, hold on, that's my wife. Like, yeah, okay. Don't, don't so, disrespect her. Yeah. So it's like you have to be the leader in the respect. Yes. So people know how to respect that your is, significance. That so, is, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. 
that is gold. I feel like the biggest thing is to lead with love. Mm -hmm. So like even when you're arguing with your wife, it will happen. I I know you guys really love each other, but it will happen. Like no best friends. Friends argue. If you lead it with love, it will. (laughs) (laughs) You can do it in a healthy way. I feel like you don't have to disrespect one another just because you're going through a rough time. Yeah. And the same way when you take it out, like I feel like if you're venting to your best friends, like you said, you have to start with. I really love her. Like I really do love her. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm having this and this yeah. and this right mm-hmm. now. And but my if you're friendship, like, no, I don't have. To, I don't even have to say that. Like <laughs> if I call you about somebody you know I love, I don't have to be like, yeah, yeah. you know I really like. We've had conversations about people that you know I love, mm-hmm. and I'm like this, 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 and I don't have to explain. Like, you know I love the people. Yeah, it's just that it's hard for me like trying to figure out how I feel right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's true. It's like I mean I don't know. I love my wife differently, man. I'm not even gonna lie to you. It's just. It's eleven near and years. Dear I hope you me. do. So it's like I try to process my emotions before I give my emotions to somebody else in conversation. Yeah. Mm. So yes, there's sometimes my wife got on. She used the last nerve. Yeah. But I'm not gonna call you in the heat of me cussing her out my head. So you get that raw yeah. footage right. of me like that. Yeah. I'm gonna process because I might process and be like, well, I did. I, I've been messing with her for the last couple of days, or I didn't do what she asked me to do here. So of course she got yeah. frustrated. I mean. Whatever that looks like. And now I can present to you and say, hey, this is what I'm venting to you for because I need to get through this process. What does that look like? And I can vent honestly to you. You might look at me and be like, no, you was dead wrong. Yeah. Because (laughs) the purpose is for me to be able to get a resolution to how I can fix it, move forward, whatever that looks like. So So it's like I have to. Just healthy ways of you know, venting, I guess, and talking about your partner with your friends. And you do have to be able to whoever you're talking to but mm-hmm. they you have to also like you said leave with love mm-hmm. and when you're when you're venting sometimes it just is good to have an objective point of view yep. you know yep. even if you're like that person obviously is not being malicious you're just upset you know yeah. and I feel like I am that person that people come to and can talk to me about because I'm just going to be like people fight if yeah. you allow Couples people to vent you know, so much like, to you, you'll end up hating a spouse. Like, for me, I'm not the type of person where I'm the type of person is I am cool as long as I feel like the person is not bringing you down. Yeah, but well, once I mean, like, once I start picking up on, oh, this person is not good for you, then I feel a little uneasy, but I still act normal. Yeah, I don't but say that's anything. That's what I meant. Like, if you allow people to just freely vent in emotional rage, yeah, you'll end up not liking a spouse because every time people, they talk yeah. to you, they're like, I don't like this, I don't like that, I don't like. And so eventually, you're like, dang, but like, those I don't people like are but emotionally <laughs> unhealthy. Says, let's leave him. It's like, <laughs> but to me, those type of people are emotionally unhealthy. Absolutely, yeah. who like, are always venting and talking bad about. I don't understand how you could talk bad about somebody and then they're in your space every day like i'm boy i'll ask like do you do you do, do you, like you love him yeah do you still like, are you being held hostage <laughs> blink twice blink like, twice just... do you need help blink blink <laughs> no but i will own up to that like i i do agree with what you said and i feel like you do have to be careful with number one who you're talking yes. to mm-hmm. i feel like that's number one <laughs> yeah. but if you have a really really trusted friend like with reynolds i wouldn't i don't do this but i wouldn't feel some, I wouldn't feel the need to like cool off before I come to him. Like yeah. sometimes I want him to have those fresh emotions that I'm yeah. feeling without me forgetting so he can give me advice right then sure. and there. But I think the important thing is because I trust him and right. I know it's not going anywhere. Right. And I know what I say will not affect his viewpoint of the person. Right. Well, depending on the there situation, you go. That's I guess. What's key. But it's like, I, I don't, 
I feel like sometimes it's necessary. Like maybe you don't want to just sit with it. Like you just or need it's to like talk to someone. Oh, you you to freak out so. on your partner. You're yeah. like, yeah. let me talk about, let <laughs> yes. me talk this out before I start overthinking, yeah. overreacting. And I rather come to you with yeah. it and like mm-hmm. cool off. And then sometimes after I like say stuff, don't you feel like, Okay, it's not as big of a deal. I to talk about it. <laughs> if I do say something bad about somebody in a moment that I'm upset with, I will go back to the person like, hey, I know I, like, I'm like, I know I said this about this person. We had a conversation. I feel better about it now. Yeah. Like, because sometimes I, you need to resolve the situation all the way around. Mm-hmm. So that person's not looking, because I don't want nobody looking at me crazy when they see me <laughs> posted up. Like, say yeah. me and Luna get into it. I go to Phil. I'm like, Phil, Luna, da, 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 da. I don't do that. But if that was the case, I'm going to tell Phil, hey, me and Luna had a conversation. It's better now. Yeah. We're moving forward. Because I don't want you to be like, why the hell is running <laughs> off with Luna? Especially right. if they're like far detached from the situation. Yes. Because right. it looks weird. They're only it, getting your perspective. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. You to, it's very that. rare that they get both sides. But right. if you're not getting both sides, I think that is important. For sure. All right, yeah. last question. In today's world, I noticed a lot of relationships are private. And do you guys believe it is more, it, relationships work more when it's private? I'll go first. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. Look, if I did, when I do start dating somebody, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to put it in this, when I start dating somebody. <laughs> What, what is the, what is the little pitch? This is a lab tuner, and it um I think it's 528 hertz, and when you blow it, it that's the that's you the hertz love. of love, like it's that's the frequency, the frequency of okay. love. Mm-hmm. So when I blow it, it's just like blow blowing. it for me real quick. What is somebody it? else got a different a different visual when you said blow it for me? <laughs> Wait, what does it do? <laughs> what what does it do? It's just it's like a love. So tuner. when you when he blows into that, it's giving the frequency that your brain needs to connect to love. Yeah. You heard that. So when you meditate, the tonight, when, when you meditate, when you meditate, they got a big house. Chill. So Go they could do it a lot of places. Go ahead, Renee. Don't. That counter is huge. Man. I mean, like they can do it and they got the little patio in the front. Because let me tell you something. I would do it early. If I had kids, I would do it early in the morning in the patio area. Because like when they come in, I never made Phil's house, but now I need to go. Girl. And what I would do is I would hold on to the gate. <laughs> and say hi to the neighbors and be getting the, uh, uh. Good morning. My name. My name. Oh my I'm kidding. Let me quit. What's what are we talking you? about? Right. Finish what Okay. So, what I was saying Private. is real quick meditation when you want to like heal something. So, when I went to bed and I was going through the time of like loss and grieving, I would listen to a certain frequency that would help heal my heart. Mm-hmm. So, that way at night, I would like listen to it for like 11 hours. So, while I was sleeping subconsciously, it was working. So, you can do that while you're sleeping and that'll attract love to you. So even if you're sleeping, you can look up 528 Hertz and it'll play all night long and it's good for attracting love. Maybe I'll play some love music. Yeah. I, I love play that Tank, feeling. but I feel like that's going to attract lust. <laughs> Recently, I called one of my friends and he was listening to Tank in the background and I said, um, I'm not going to say his name. I was like, I know somebody's over your house right now. And he was like, yeah. Da, 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 da. I called this man the next day and I was like, what happened? You was playing Tank. And he was like, this, this, this went down. You cannot play tank and not nothing ain't going to go down. But anyway, <laughs> I, for me, I think um, if I got into a relationship, I would want it to be private. I feel like I share a lot of my life with the with a lot of people. Um, I don't share everything. Y'all think y'all know a lot about me, but you really know nothing. Um, I just, you know, I don't share everything. People think they know a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I share what I want to share and what I don't want to share. So if I was in a relationship, I probably would keep it super 
low key, like I love how Issa Rae moves. Like Issa Rae, I love how I know, she she popped out married. She's married. She does not talk about her men all the time. Like I just like that energy because I feel like I don't know. And this is me personally. I feel like I share so much already that I just want my person to myself yeah. and my friends, my family. Like he may come around, like y'all know him, but like it won't be like a like. Reynald and his man thing. Like, I don't want that. Like, I think when I've been there and like, done that. Like, social media, mine's kind of private by default, but only because I don't think either one of us feel the need to talk Prove about something. it. And yeah, people who do that, they scare me. People who are always posting their wife, I'm like, it ain't that happy. Because <laughs> how are you that happy posting all the time? I don't be caring most of the time. Like, I mean, <laughs> for instance, for my wife's birthday, I took out of town. I'm, she's sitting right next to me. Well, why am I posting on social media? Happy birthday, baby. I love you and you're my world. She right here. But there's like, a difference between privacy and secrecy. Ooh, That's true. That's true. Yeah. If you can wow. figure out the difference and read between the lines, yeah. like it is no one's business what's going on in your yes. personal life. Sure. Yes. They can know that you have a significant other, but you're not going to know details. And I'm not going to go writing a whole paragraph. Like I, like I said, I've been there, done that. I've done that before. Yeah. I've done the you know, put it out there, show the, like, and it's just brings he actually. better post me on my birthday, though. Way more. Okay. <laughs> that's different, though. That's, but you don't have to give a whole thing. You, can you like, don't, but that's what I I'm love saying. You. Read between the lines. Or a heart, a green heart. Yeah. That's all you got to do is a green heart and my picture, us uh, together. Or not even that. It could be something super low-key, like, so y'all happy birthday. I don't know. There's here. plenty of people on social media that post their significant others and they're not faithful. So that doesn't <laughs> even... <laughs> That doesn't even matter, and they're in my DMs, oh and my it doesn't gosh. matter to me. Um, Some of them are in my DMs, too, and they married. <laughs> Sorry, can you come get your man? Like He's here. You're married. Hey, Why are you in DM? my DMs? Okay, so no, I got a question. it's disgusting. If they married and they hit your DMs, do you tell the spouse? No. If I know them, yes. Wait, it ha- that has if happened I don't to me a couple them, of no. times, actually. I don't. Not I just married. don't even respond, or well, I say. One was married. It, ha- it happens to me a couple of times where, like, guys that I know are in re- are in relationships like hit me up and every single time I've said you're gonna tell your girl or I am and I like take a screenshot before they can <laughs> unsend anything mm-hmm. and then I, I double back and mm-hmm. I check like I really do like I feel I'm like what would I want if I was in this situation yeah. I would yeah. want to hear it from my man first mm-hmm. but if he's gonna lie to me then I would hope that whoever is aware would come to me I always ask but if they know you I don't care don't judge me <laughs> but I always ask like if a man is like messaging me and he's married I say does your wife know like, like are if you she in knows, an open maybe, relationship? Maybe. Yeah, like, maybe if she knows, I'm not saying I'm gonna go go for it, but I just wanna know does she know? Right. And most times they say Dang. no. No, there was this one time actually I did that and he didn't tell her. He was like, You're tripping. Cause okay, I'll keep it very vague, but this man like hit me up on something and like it was very like it wasn't like, oh, you look beautiful in this to where it could be potentially innocent. Like it was vulgar. Like you could oh. tell like what was going on. So I told him, I was like, you know, I went to high school with your wife. Yeah. Like, are you aware? And he was like, oh, you're tripping. You don't even know her. Da, 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 and then blocked me. Okay. But guess who already has screenshots? <laughs> so I didn't go and tell her like from my page, I literally made a separate account so it doesn't get messy. And I told her what was going on. And she said, leave me and my family alone and whatever. whatever. And I'm like, yeah. but I did my part. Yeah. I don't have any regrets. <laughs> and, I'm not saying, and I'm not saying I've always been perfect. But what I'm saying is, yeah, right now today, hell no. Hell, hell no to what? Like, if you're in a relationship, Mary, I don't want you. Like, yeah, you got no. it. Like, no. 
Yeah, no. don't play with the married folks. And like, yeah. I may like not. I'm not gonna play with nobody married. But like, if you're in a relationship, I may you know kiki kiki like a little bit. But I ain't gonna. No. But not like kiki like a natural flirt. You know how natural mm, flirting. No. Okay, me. y'all I'm be trying to ask. People be trying to ask. Like, I wouldn't. I'm immediately turned but off. But I'm when not I know like flirting on purpose. But I'm What's like oh, natural you? flirting. <laughs> like I. Because <laughs> hi, how are you? How's that it ain't going? Flirting like, that's not. You don't understand. It does come off like that. You don't. You're not responsible for how they take it. Yeah. But. I wouldn't intentionally flirt with somebody. I don't intentionally flirt, but there have been conversations that I've had with somebody that I was like, oh my gosh, like... Were we flirting with Luna when she walked in? When I we was. said, dang, you look good, blah, blah, blah. She looked good. No. She, Renee was. <laughs> but I think it's a way to say something. When you say flirt to me, you're flirting. There's no, a okay. Well, I'm just saying, yeah, no. I have, I think that there, I've had conversations. I'm like, it was like kind of, you know, it no, wasn't... You was living on the edge. It was like a little edge, but not on purpose. It was, was just like the conversation, like, nah, but it was cool. the, like, yeah, but I'm not going no further. Yeah, but yeah. I don't want to flip nobody. When it comes to like, like I said, being in a relationship, being in a relationship, you secrecy is not okay. Yeah, yeah. like no. number six is a secret. Me. That's not privacy. Number six is a secret. <laughs> But that's not your but man. But he's so not your fine. man. I'm just saying, but that <laughs> would be like, what are you talking about here? I was saying, like, that was, if people are, li- are, 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 you know, they've been listening for a long time. You want to make sure the people that hit season two know who number six is. <laughs> yeah, I want no, y'all all to know. If, if you see, like, let's say I'm with my man and I see him trying to post the background or something, and let's say I'm sitting right here and I see him just go over me, like, purposely <laughs> trying to do the most, that's an, that's a problem. Yeah, I know. But, like, hey, I don't. When y'all in a relationship, do you let each other see each other's phone? Like, what do you mean? No, like, I don't want to go through your phone. Why? Yeah, like, it's so dumb. You can go through my phone if you're in a relationship with me because you'll never have to worry about anything. I know. Well, yeah. you might. Let me tell I'm you something. Like, yeah, actually, can you text so-and-so back I, Okay, me? Yeah. that's like, what I mean. Can I you think call, that's Can cool, you answer the phone? But, like, like, I would never be like, let me, that's let me go That's what I mean, just it. like freely. Only oh, if you yeah. had a, like, reason. I mean, but I'm not deleting. But then you wait till they're asleep. I have pictures of people that I'm not deleting. Like, so if you go through it. that's why you and I would never be together, baby, because that's a problem. Well, it's just a picture. Um, I don't agree then with why that. Why do you have it? Why you have it? Because I'm still single right now. No, but if you no, you just said you're never deleting it. Well, in a relationship, if I was it was serious enough, I would delete it. Okay. I purposely deleted one of my ex boyfriends out of my phone. Like completely, I took like every single tagged photo of me off of Facebook. <laughs> I like deleted because I was embarrassed. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe that relationship existed. She said, I did However, what? the other ones, it's fine. It was a major part of my life and like those were good memories, but it no. doesn't mean I'm sitting there staring at all of them. I don't even I look at the pictures. My- <laughs> I just like having these pictures. Like, I just want to hold on to them. What if I Why? look great? Do I crop I feel out? like if there's no like, Ill, like, no, I'm not talking about what, what kind of pictures are you talking about? Because I'm talking about different pictures. Wait, hold on. I'm just talking about like, just you went to the zoo. Oh, no, I have, pictures, yeah, I have pictures with me and like, yeah, I have pictures with, yeah. Wait, what pictures are you talking about? I have a lot of different pictures. I have pictures with me now, and the people. Now, if we're talking about intimacy, yes, those get deleted. But yes, in a relationship. Right now, <laughs> yeah. I am very single, so do you cannot be mad at me. But once we get in a relationship, I would delete the photos. After but the first I'll, date, right? No, not to the first date, because I don't know. What, what's the first that's date? What, that's, ain't that what he said? Maybe the third Two date. Dates. You can't Ooh. date nobody else? No, I'm I'm over that. <laughs> I believe I believe in openly dating. I'm having a good time. And if you but once you date me, you won't want to date nobody else. I'm Raynaud Kent. Like, I'm a gift so to the world. Or you always break up with the folks. Uh, I've always dated unavailable men. And like he said, and now he's changing his ways. I'm changing my ways. And I'm going to wait. Because you're open right. to receiving yes. it. Yes. Got to read your honest way. I, yes, I am open to receiving. You're open to receiving. To the receiving love that you and deserve. giving. Yeah. Receiving. Please. Receiving and giving. Yes. Receiving we pray for that. and giving mm. the love that I deserve. Hallelujah. Luna, I thought so. you caught that in the spirit. Oh. Oh. 
<laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> Woo! This has been a great episode. This was an extended episode because so I didn't Luna, give y'all episode Luna's last. Ready to mingle. Renee is too. And oh, Renee. Relax, huh? relax, relax. Feel me. Don't talk about that. You don't know their status. You I'm just asking. That's what I'm asking. We don't. We don't. The they don't know. have the answer. We okay. Not we don't have the okay. answer. I was like, why is he trying they to get me caught up? Question mark. Question mark. In the DMs. No, no, we are not sliding. Don't slide into their DMs. Y'all stories. Don't slide into their DMs. Don't follow me in real life, please. But if you do want to follow all these people, everything will be on the. Instagram, like yeah. literally, I mean, on the, in the Instagram, <laughs> on the um, when you listen to it on Spotify, it's in the information, in the Apple, Everybody's and on the YouTube. It's always medias. all the social mm-hmm. medias are there. Yeah. All right, it's time for the benediction, but I'm gonna get serious. Um, it has been so much loss going on. Um, I'm thinking about uh, that club shooting that happened at Club Q, and then like just you know even in the studio. I mean, literally, I was at a funeral last week for Mo Hoffman. I have another friend who died, Davion. Phil was talking about somebody that he lost today. And um, it's just a crazy time. And uh, I think that we could just take out a moment and just pray for yes, people please. experiencing loss. So, please. you know, Phil, you want to open it up and then I can close it out or however you want to do it. Yeah, it's fine. You want to, I, I just put you on the spot. No, it's fine. Are you, you, got, are you ready to pray, my brother? I'm going to pray through it. Come on, let's pray. I don't want to cry, but I'm. <laughs> All right, Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you for this time and this moment to be together in fellowship, God. Uh, thank you for the opportunities for us to be able to speak on things that not only that we deal with, but things we've gotten through and the things we've blessed to being able to tell someone else. Uh, Lord, today, I just want to pray for those mourning, those hurting, um, that you just cover them, God. I'm including my family as well, too. It's never easy to lose a loved one, God, uh, but I never question what, you, what you're doing and how you're doing it, God. I just pray that not only for the healing, but I just pray that you cover each and every person affected, God. Um, we live in a world that's hectic. We know trouble's going to come our way. Uh, but I just pray that no weapon formed against us shall prosper according to your word, God. Um, I just pray that you continue to cover, continue to heal, and, and continue to be a guide uh, to those lost and those who, who know you, God. Um, I pray that people can find a purpose yeah, in the season, um, a reason for this process and what they're going through, that this is not the end, it's the beginning of a, a of other things to come. Um, I'm going to pass it to my brother, God, Reynald, and continue. Dear Lord God, I just thank you um, for bringing us together again, God. I thank you, God, that um, we can have conversation and have a good time, but, um, God, we can also stand in the gap for people, Lord God. God, I pray for everybody experiencing loss in this season, Lord God. You promised to never leave us nor forsake us. God, I pray, God, that you would just continue to just wrap your arms around those people, Lord God. You said that you are a comforter, God. You said you are just always with us, Lord God. You are Emmanuel, God with us. So, God, I pray, God, that the people that are experiencing loss, God, um, that you would just be with them, God, that you would go before them, God, that you would just make Make your presence aware to them, Lord God. And God, in this in this life, we won't understand everything. We don't always yes. get it right. We don't always uh, understand your ways. But God, we just trust you and we give it to you. We give you our pain. We give you our hurt. We give you our concerns. And we lay it at your feet. Please be near to the brokenhearted, God. And God, we just love you and we trust you. And we pray. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Whoa, hallelujah. I didn't feel the spirit up in here. Whoa. It's a hard time. It's just hard. Like, I mean, it's, yeah, it's hard. I think even, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, it's a season. I think, I think it's, uh, 
It has been a season. Um, I know for me. And I'm all emotional. Like I said, yeah, it has. It's been that's a hard I think it's been an emotional time. I think it's hard. Even right now, like I was talking about today, like it happened today. And so it's fresh on my mind. It's fresh in our family's mind. And it's just, you know, for me, it's still about giving glory to God in the situation. Um, I try not to ask God questions on why, but to give me peace and understanding of, you know, the glory of God, yeah. to have mercy on, on, on the things we go through. And it's a lot of things we just will never understand and never be able to process. But it's been a season of love for me still, uh, being able to love on those still here and love on yeah. the relationships that I have and a moment of just thankfulness to understand, you know. Somebody asked me today, like, you know, how are you doing? And to me, I'm like, I'm always at peace, even when I'm not at peace. Um, and it's because I'm just thankful for the grace and the mercy of God that he has over me and, you know, those around me. And it, it just, you know, I may not understand everything. Uh, and that's not even the goal to understand. But it's like I understand love. I understand the love around me. And I understand that I'm loved. You know what I mean? And I try my best to give love to those around me and not let death be the reason why you connect with somebody. Yeah. And I don't know. I was thinking just about this year and like, man, so many things happened that I just was like not expecting. And uh, like yeah, last night I was on the phone with one of my friends and I felt like the Lord like gave me like, if you know the promise, you can endure the process. Yeah. And like so many times, like in the process of, of life, so many things happen. It, it gets messy. And it's like, man, like, God, why is this happening to me? God, like, why am I losing friends? Why am I losing loved ones? Like, why did I have to lose a career? Why did I have to be in a marriage that didn't work out? Like, why are all these things happening to me? Why is my business not working? Like, there are so many things that just continue to happen and happen. And it's just like, that's a part of the process. Like, uh, but like, if I know the promise, I can endure the process. And so many times, like, I life is like a cake, right? When you're baking a cake, it gets so messy. Like everything is everywhere. The flowers here, stuff is there. It's just, it's, it's, it's terrible. You're like, what the heck is going on? Like, how is something beautiful going to come out of this? But when you put that, that flour and the milk and the eggs and you mix it up and you put it in the oven, when you put it in the heat, like that heat don't feel good. It don't, it don't, it don't always feel like what you thought it was going to feel like. That heat might mean like, man, I'm losing friends. I'm losing like so much stuff is happening outside of my control. But when I pull that cake out of the oven and it's standing up right, it's like, man, I could endure the process because I knew the promise. And so like, I don't know what y'all are going through at home, but like, remember the promise like God's promises are yes and amen. He wants you to prosper. He wants you to be in good health. He wants things to work out together for your, your good. Family. Like literally that is his promise. That is what he is giving you. And if you hold on to that, you can endure the process. I'm a living witness. I can endure the process because I know the promise. Well, y'all, I would like to thank my sponsors, my co-hosts, and remind you to like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, I want to thank Claiborne Loops. Like, comment, and subscribe. Follow us on NFCFC Podcasts. Until the next time, Jesus is literally for everybody. I don't care what you did. I don't, literally, he's for you. He has a promise for you. And uh, we love you. Till next time.